Hey, Women Repurposed, welcome back to Truth Be Told. We're excited to spend the next 10-ish minutes with you today. And um, today we are so excited to welcome Amy Hornbuckle is joining us. Amy is the Director of Strategy at Women Repurposed. Uh, She's on staff at a church in Florida. Lucky her, she's not having the winter weather that many of us are having. (laughs) Um, and Amy is just a gifted, uh, teacher of the word and writer. And so we are just so excited to have you join us today, Amy. And today, uh, we are talking about singleness. And so, as you may remember, two weeks ago, we tackled marriage. Um, and then last week, Amber and Ivy just talked about relationships and how to show kindness and compassion and grace in the midst of whatever relationships we find ourselves in. And today, in light of the blog that dropped, we wanted to tackle the topic of singleness. And so whether you are single or married uh, listening today, we invite you um, to this conversation with us and really hope that it encourages all of us listening today, whether single or married. And so, Amy, I'd love to kick it off um, on this topic of singleness and love for you to just speak to, as you think about your own singleness, uh, women that you walk with in the midst of a season of singleness, what would you say is just an underlying premise that is so important to remember um, as we talk mm-hmm. about a season of singleness? Yeah, that's such a good question. Um, And I feel like I'm going to cheat a little bit by saying like that. I think that this premise that comes to mind is kind of the underlying premise, like all things in faith, like this, I think anytime we face, um, the question of, um, identity and, um, just any kind of trial and stuff, it's kind of asking ourselves like, yeah, what our identity actually is in. Um, and so I think so often specifically with the temporary roles that we're given, like while we're here on earth, like whether it be wife or singleness or mother or whatever it is, um, that we tend to use those roles as a way to measure godliness and a way to like measure, yeah, just who we are as maybe a disciple. When in reality, like if our identity is first in Christ, like these are just temporary roles that maybe we have the gift to, to be involved in. And so, um, in reality, like. I guess like the premise would be when we're asking like struggling with singleness, marriage, kind of anything like that is just to ask ourselves, okay, where is our identity? Where do we place it? Um, and is our soul focus in the pursuit of godliness? Cause if it is, then like the measure of that is not in a, in one of those titles in those temporary roles. And so just kind of like challenging, um, that perspective. So it's kind of a cheat cause it fits everything. Yeah. And you know, it makes me think of, I mean, we look at Paul's letters and, you know, when he would write to people, like, obviously Paul was unmarried, but how did he identify himself? He said he was Mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus, a servant of Christ Jesus. It wasn't, I, Paul, a single man writing to you in my singleness, right? Like (laughs) he was primarily identifying himself, um, with being in Christ, uh, Mm -hmm. Amy, it also makes me think about just, and you kind of said this applies to all different seasons um, of Mm -hmm. suffering and struggle. It makes me think of just the truth that we're kind of always in a season of waiting, right? So like the single woman listening to this today is probably thinking, yes, I'm waiting until that day where I get to get married, right? And then you Mm -hmm. get married. And then what are you waiting for? That day you become a mom, right? And then- Mm -hmm that day you have your second child. And then that day that they finally right. have a house, right? Like if we're, if we're honest, we really do always mm-hmm. find ourselves in 
a season of waiting ultimately for King right. to return. But I think that's why yes. you just you hit it so well that we have to primarily remember our identity is in Christ mm-hmm. as saints, as fellow ambassadors, mm-hmm. not in who we are as a single woman yeah. or a married. Definitely. Woman. We can convince ourselves that these things will fulfill us when in reality only Christ can. And I was just having a conversation about that with my husband, just when it comes to careers and stuff, like it just filters into every area of faith and just the way, how it informs the way that we live as a disciple um, of Jesus is that like, yeah, just nothing will fulfill. We're always going to be looking for that, for that next thing um, or that, this idea of happiness. People tend to think like, oh, marriage equals happiness or marriage equals again, like godliness, this measurement and stuff like that. When in reality, yeah, none of that none of that is true. We kind of work these things up. Like one thing that I read, um, I don't remember where, but it was this idea of like, there's nothing that when we tend to, especially in singleness, since that's kind of like the main topic, like we're comparing ourselves against those who are in marriage. Um, and in that season that there's nothing special that you need in marriage that you don't need in singleness. And what I mean by that is like, we all need to repent. We all need to forgive. We all need to be good communicators. We all need to die to ourselves daily like all of like the principles of like godliness and what that looks like to pursue Christ. Like it's the same in both. It just, the season of life or that identity or that um, role looks different and how that plays out. But I thought that was really good. So like realize like you're still like pursuing the same thing. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's not, it's not for the single woman listening that you are Mm -hmm. less godly or less ready, less a Mm -hmm. disciple or less effective for, the kingdom, right? We are exactly to us in scripture outside of Mm -hmm. a handful of passages that are addressed specifically to those in marriage are addressed to all of us as believers. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you say, just given your, given your context and just your experience and other women that you've walked with for the single woman, maybe who hasn't Mm -hmm. been on a date in two years, or maybe the, the single woman who is, is dating someone what just sort of advice maybe would you give them, um, you know, whether on their best day of singleness where they feel like they're, you know, serving faithfully in the church and caring for neighbors and being a good roommate mm-hmm. or they're like Friday night eating the pint of ice cream by themselves because they're so depressed because they don't have a date. Like what would mm-hmm. you say just as some general encouragement to our single women who are listening today? Oh man, that's such a great question. Um, and I would love to hear your answer too, just because of your particular story with singleness. Um, but I want to say that in, you spoke about this briefly in your blog, um, about honing in of the importance of community. And, um, because I think like when we do think about singleness, probably one of the biggest struggles and and correct me if if I'm wrong, based on like your story and stuff, but it's probably that loneliness that can get there because we do I feel like more often than not in most church contexts, we tend to have a higher rate of marriage that season of life rather than singles. And so you can kind of feel when you're surrounded by um, married couples, you might feel like, oh, am I one of the few singles um, around? And so what does that loneliness look like? But in reality, I think you spoke about this well, like even when we look back to the Genesis account of creation, we tend to think marriage was the solution to the, to the, like, it's not good for man to be alone, but it actually points to this idea of community and that relational beings. And so we can glorify God in community in those relationships, whether you're single or not. And so when it comes to the local church, I guess my encouragement would be to plug in um, and to, and that also goes to then the encouragement to the married people to pursue your singles. um, Those who are not in that life, because 
they need to be invited in just like your um, intentionality with getting together with married couples and stuff like we can't neglect just like when we're single we don't want to neglect married people when we're married we don't want to neglect single people and so getting plugged in and getting surrounded by community um, I think is probably one of the best things to fight and battle that um, that type of struggle mm-hmm. um, yeah so I think that's my initial thought yeah I'd love uh, to hear your thoughts yeah I mean yes and amen to both marrieds and singles pursuing mm-hmm. one another um I think mm-hmm. about my days thirty three years of singleness, and I was a busy lady on the run um why primarily because <laughs> I was pursuing people and people were pursuing me uh, within the context of the local church, and so I would say not looking to people to fill a void maybe that you right. might be wrestling. Yeah in your singleness, Mm -hmm. but more of, Mm -hmm. we were created. If you look at, I mean, one of my favorite truths of the new Testament is that most of the commands are second person, plural. It is a y'all. It is a Texan. You all all, (laughs) do this together. So Amy, Lacey, do this together, right? As sisters, um, as friends. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the call is, is for us to walk this out together. So I would say in addition to just the, the call to Mm -hmm. pursue, um, married couples and for married couples to pursue singles and to be known deeply and fully kind of to go a little bit deeper on that element is just to be serious about your holiness. Um, yes. I say that I I say this often to my husband, just as much as I would have loved to have met him when I was 25, I'm terrified that he would have met the 25 year old Lacey. Um, and I say that because there was just some really ugly crevices of my life Mm -hmm. heart that the Lord needed to expose and healing and freedom and redemption in. And so for, for the single ladies listening today, um, this isn't like a thumb, like do more, try harder, but but be serious about your holiness mm-hmm. and um, yes. your purity before the Lord and mm-hmm. uh, before man. And so if you do have hidden unrepentant sin, bring it to the light, repent before God, yes. seek out accountability, um, mm-hmm. bring enough of your own sin into marriage. Right. Um, and, <laughs> and so take this season to really let the Lord expose and heal mm-hmm. and you. Um, again, as Paul's yes. words, he would say the single is undivided, right? In their devotion mm-hmm. to the Lord. And so um, take this season to be undivided, just ferociously yeah. pursuing mm-hmm. holiness and godliness. Um, so so good. Just, as a, just as a wrap up, because we are, we are running short on time. Um, would you have any just single encouragement for just all the women listening today, rather whether single or married as we wrap up today? Oh man. Yeah. I feel like not to kind of repeat myself or both of us, but like, it seems like the kind of the underlying theme of encouragement is truly like that identity in pursuit of godliness outside of these roles that we tend to give ourselves. And I think about just because I happen to have this here, mm-hmm. um, just in second Peter, it says his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises. So that through them, you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. And it keeps going and going. It's just a really, I really love second Peter. Um, And just again, that idea of like how you were saying, we do see a lot of um, 
uh, really great, like pertinent people in the Bible who were single and stuff, but it's never this, I, this identity of like, let me introduce myself as this single person or a married person. It's always points very specifically to our calling, our intellectual calling of glorifying God with our lives. And so the season of life that you're in has a purpose. And Lacey, you do a really great job with this in the blog of just like, you have a purpose for the season that you are in. And so ask yourself, is it for the glory of God or is it for selfish pursuits? And we all need to ask that question, no matter season of life we're in. And so just really focusing on, on that. Um, I think it's kind of that underlying thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks mm-hmm. so much, Amy. Um, thanks for joining us today. Check out Second Peter uh, chapter one, those first handful of verses that Amy referenced and check out the blog on singleness if you haven't done so already. And again, Amy, thanks for joining us today. Thank you all uh, Women Repurpose friends for listening today. Uh, be sure to join us next week for another episode. And until then, um, we do just earnestly pray that we as, as sisters, right, as sisters above married or single, that we as sisters, as saints, as kingdom ambassadors, that we would be truth tellers this week as women who love God, learn truth, and live transformed.